0: What else we got? Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Want some bubbly? Look at this stuff, huh? He is.
1: Hello everybody, <laughs> welcome to all new Downrange Sports Radio, the podcast here, if you will, on DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip hop RB and soul. Also, you can download the podcast at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, and anywhere your podcast can be downloaded. Today's show, we're going to touch on the passing of the torch if you will, in the NBA. We're going to also talk about the return of the golden, no, the anointed one. And then we're going to wrap up the show with a couple hot topics and big topics. So, you know what it means that it's Thursday, it's 8 o'clock, or it's 9 o'clock. It's it's Thursday, it's 8 o'clock. Put everything down, turn the TV off turn your phone, uh, whatever you're listening to this on, and understand it means one thing and one thing only, that it is, SHOWTIME! Here just to throw a
0: quick
1: racist term at somebody. A man who has seen the things I've seen, experienced the loss and pain that I've experienced, I transcend race, hombre. If you will here on DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip hop and R&B. But also, if you love the whole entire show and you listen to it everywhere you go, uh, thank you for downloading the podcast: Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor. We appreciate you so, so, so much. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've never heard the show before. Allow me to tell you who I am. I am, my name is Brett Reed. I am the sports critic for the sports fan. If you will, the notorious sports critic who has teeth pain going on right now, but it's not going to stop me from drinking the sugary Red Bull, okay, um, to keep me going throughout the entire entire show. Uh, next week's show, let's just get it out the way right now. Next week, the NF tonight. The NFL uh, uh, 2021 20, schedule will be released. I will take a, a once it's released, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it over, and then we will break it down uh, next uh, next week at this time um, to you know see the important games, if you will. You know you gotta kill time, you gotta compete with everybody. But, there's nothing sillier than breaking down a freaking schedule for a season that hasn't happened yet. For, in, in, in the what if. Nobody's a big king of the what if. <laughs> so, I'm going to have a lot of fun with that. Already, week one was released. Uh, the big game to come out of week one is going to be the opening night game. The them Cowboys versus Tom Brady and the... Uh, um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that's going to open up the season. And I guess this is a way for um, the NFL to show uh, Dallas how to win again. Hey, see that team across from you? That guy over there? They win championships. Think about how crazy this is. America's team, and then I won't jump on you. For all you Cowboy fans out there, Tampa Bay has won two championships. Same- two championships since you and you haven't won one tampa's got two and you ain't won one since um, 94 think about that mr america's team never heard such hubbub hubbub anyway so what happened this week with the big news NBA is not the fact that LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers are a little banged up and they beat the Knicks last night. It's that Russell Westbrook uh, has made history. The guy, oh, the guy, constantly makes history in his career. But he re- he made history this past week. Uh, he passed Oscar Robinson as the all-time leader in uh, triple doubles. This kid is a how do you say? It's not an old record. The NBA didn't start keeping records of triple doubles until 1978, the 1980 season. So before that, there was no such thing as a triple double. I mean, I'm sure people said it, but it was like, eh, it wasn't a stat. So imagine this, if it was actually a stat, there's probably guys out there, I mean, they went back, at think they said, they actually went back and researched guys who actually had doubles. that's what we know, Oscar Robinson. Uh, uh, had a you know he averaged a triple double for a season and stuff like that. Westbrook has surpassed him, and uh, the original uh, Oscar Robertson held the record at 181. Uh, Russell is now at 182. He's the lone stand bearer. But what I found interesting is the list of people not in the top ten. There is no John Stockton. There is no Isaiah Thomas. There is no, there's no Gary Payton, there's, there's a lot of point guards, great point guards that's not on this list, but here, for those of you that asked me, I'm glad you asked, here's the top 10, if you will, top 10, if you will, top 10, if you will, All right. number one, Russell Westbrook, number two, Oscar Robinson, number three, Magic Johnson, number four, Jason Kidd, number five, LeBron James, he's not catching anybody, he's too old, uh, number six, Will Chamberlain. Number six, think about that. Will Chamberlain on another list. Start with the conversations when you guys are who's the greatest of all time and start really considering guys who played before ESPN and your mama was born. Moving on. Number seven, Larry Bird. The Fat Bird is seventh on this list should tell you how much of a bad man larry larry legend was i know everybody looks at those highlights and they see the small shorts and he looks like he's slow he looks slow because the it, there wasn't hd tv back then guys it was statement for those of us of a certain age tv wasn't this 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 wonderful world it used to be grainy and we used to wish to get certain channels there's certain guys watching right now. Remember, you couldn't get CBS guys with Channel 6. If you lived in Farmville, some nights, you had to wait for a rainy night to get Channel 6. And you would hope to God that, oh my God, I got Channel 6. Just saying. With that being said, Larry Bird was a bad man on that court. And I do believe if Larry Bird played in today's NBA, he would average 50 points a game. Uh, number eight, James Harden. Surpri- not a surprise here. Here's my surprise. Number nine, Jerkovich the Joker is on that list. And then number ten, this dude named Fats Lover, liver. Uh, he's uh, number ten on the list. He played for Portland, Denver, and Dallas in his career. Seemed to be a good point. I made the All-Star team a few times. Uh, what Tim said? I can't see it. <laughs> Tim texted to me. I can't see it. <laughs> um anyway here's some of the guys now we're gonna I'm, I'm, don't this isn't' we're far from over because I'm going to break down the differences in Oscar and Russell in a second but here's some guys that have potential of passing uh, uh, Russell now Russell's a young man I don't see him retiring anytime soon but these guys if they have uh, uh, that have a chance uh, you know an outside chance stupid mouse <laughs> uh, uh, Russell, it was Russell, thirty-one. Can I change it? Can I not change it? All right, that's Oscar. I, I don't get it. It'll work eventually. I want to say, I, I want to say, Russell's thirty-one. But here's some guys that have an opportunity to pass them that are currently on the list. Uh, Luca Doncic is eleven full time. Ben Simmons, 13th full time. Um... Those two guys, I think, have the potential of finding themselves in the top three when it's all over. I think when Ben Simmons really figures out his, how his game is played in a central, he's going to turn it up and just become that guy. He's going to become that bad of a dude. What has happened here? I love when you, you got two computers and one just dies on you. Live radio. ain't are not liking everybody. So, I was actually here. I was going to have the comparisons, breakdown by the numbers, Oscar versus Russell. I'm just going to do it off the top of the scope. You think about these two guys and how much, how, you got to say, for Oscar to have an average of triple double and getting assists and stuff like that, they didn't have a three-point line. And for a large part of Oscar's career, Oscar and Russell's careers are almost kind of identical. As the standpoint of the type of style of player, now Russell is more of an aggressive. He's like dynamite. He goes to the basket, just loses his mind like the Tasmanian Devil. Oscar Robinson was a big guy. He could back you down. He wasn't doing like Duncan. He was just, you know, Mr. Style and profiling. Had his nice little neat afro. Get you the since here and there. Oscar, his first year in the league. Was averaging thirty points a game. <laughs> Russ, uh, Russ was around nineteen. So scoring wise, Oscar was putting the ball in the basket and getting those dimes. If you were just dropping dimes everywhere. He had holes in his pockets. He was dropping so many dimes. You feel me? In the last five years, Russell just turned it on. He just decided when he lost um, Kevin Durant, something inside of him was just like, "Yo, man." I need to be this guy, like, I need to just turn into this beast and just, you know, just just kill the stat sheet. Now, has he won? I and mean, he's got an MVP award, which was rightly deserved a few years ago, but he's got no playoff wins, no championships to go with it. Like Oscar, Oscar didn't win a championship until he got with Luol Cinder, aka, well, not aka, uh, he got with Krumah abdul aka Luol Cinder. Once the two of them joined forces, then he got one championship, and that was the one and only championship. So, where the hell is Mark Cup? <laughs> where do we rank? Where do we rank Russell Wilson? I mean, Russell Westbrook, excuse me. Where do we rank Russell Westbrook all time as far as point guards go? I'm glad you asked, because I'm glad you asked. Because I think it's hard to measure. My all-time point guard, to me, is always going to be Magic Johnson. He's, he's got the championships. He's got the MVP. He's got the pedigree. What he did, Magic. Magic is such a great player. He made everybody believe he wasn't the best player on his team. He really used to tell people, I'm not the best player on my team. When everybody in their mama knew he was the best player on the team. People from Mars knew. he was. The best, that boy was the best player on the team. There's no question Magic Johnson is one of the all-time all-timers. Now you feel me? The second greatest point guard to me, to me, to me, is hard. I will say Magic. I gotta say Jason Kidd, because I seen him play. Kidd to me just dominated in a way where I think he never he got a championship when he got to Dallas. But those next teams that he took to the finals, back-to-back years, you can't tell me he didn't have those teams ready. Re- re- he took guys. I think Kerry Kittles, Richard Jefferson, Kenya Martin. Kenny Martin's one of my favorite players. But Kerry Kittles and Richard Jefferson and the rest of those guys, uh, uh, I think it was Jason Collins on that team, something like that, these ain't no doorbells. Nobody is lining up to sign any of these guys. Nobody was going crazy crap one open Stone coaster Nobody was going crazy to say I need Carrie um, Kills or Keith Van Horn. Was Keith Van Horn in this? No, he was in Philly by that. Keith Van Horn wasn't Philly by that. But they go up against the Lakers, losing four. Go up against the Spurs, losing six. To show you that you know that's how they. That's how close. They could have been to winning another one. Number three, I'm not going to give you my all. I'm just going to tell you guys, I think there's some of the greats. Number three, you got to go Isaiah Thomas, two championships. Walt Frazier was the leader of those Knicks teams. Uh, Bob Cousy, Jerry West. This uh, whole list wins Russell Ray. Based on Russell's stats, you got to put Russell at least knocking on the door at number 11. You got to think. If Russ is, if everybody else is great based on stats, Russ has got to be right there at number, he's, if he ain't in the top 10, he's damn close. He's got an MVP award, he's got playoffs, 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 all-star, all-star, all-star. And I personally think the Lakers should have went after him, and I still don't know why they did it, but you got, congratulations to him, going past. I think I'm going to put together a top 10 greatest point guards show. I have to now. Or I got to at least. I have to. You know, the conversation is here. Like, who, you know, who else? You got John Stockton. No championships, but two finals appearances. All-star. Steve Nash, two MVPs. But is Nash better than Stockton? Scoring-wise, maybe. But Stockton was a bad dude. Like, he just had tight shorts on. But he was aerodynamic as hell. (laughs) <laughs> uh, who knows, Gary Payton, you know, the glove was the man, right? Like, he was the measuring stick out some, you know, like, you got to measure yourself against Gary Payton. LeBron James is a point guard. I, now, if I feel if LeBron really just wanted to, LeBron could be number one on this list. I'm just saying. I think LeBron, if he wanted to, could have been number one a long time ago on this list because he has the ability to... LeBron honestly has the ability to average 40 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists every night in, in his younger days. He just chose not to for whatever reason why he just chose not to. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, this is Downright Sports. I am Brent Reed, and there's something nasty in my cup. And I don't know. I have to research to see what that is. Make sure I don't die. <laughs> um, when we come back, um, if you're watching on Facebook, when we come back, Please return, because I'm going pure nuclear, as we, let me wet your beak a little bit. The return of, sorry, make sure we do this right. The return of Tim Tebow, 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 Tebow. Tebow. Can't believe Tim Tebow's back. How many opportunities does this man get? This is Downright Sports. I'll be right back. I'm not going to go on my rant right now.
0: This is... cat
1: Play. They say I can't bang on a plate. I say I can't be a pilot. I can't be a doctor. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right in front of your face. I'm gonna chuck 15 beers right now. All right, thank you, Danny DeVito, and It's always, Sunny. I love that clip. And <laughs> you can tell me I'm a pilot. I can't be a pilot. I'm gonna chuck 15 beers right in front of you, and you can't wait to tell me And he just like drinks that one beer and dies. Such a great episode. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Downrange Sports. And as I uh, told you in the last segment, um, the returning—goodness <laughs> gracious! Tim Tebow is back. Dun dun dun, 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 dun. You can feel it, like oh my god, why? Let's give you an idea uh, If you, for those of you that don't know, a couple years ago, maybe 10 or more, the college football world was taken over by the Tim Tebow effect. Yes, Tim Tebow was a starting quarterback down in, in Florida, played under Urban Maya. They won two national championships, of Sugar Bowl, a bunch of of notoriety, a Heisman trophy, a statue, a motivational speech he gave. It was so motivating that they built the statue the next day faster than they built any statue for any pharaoh in Egypt and then they put said speech in the statue, mind you. Then Tim Tebow would go across the world where he would help put people of hunger and and famine and People who needed to know the word. That actually is not too bad. Then it's time for Tim Tebow to come to the NFL. Where every team looked and said, that boy can't play. I was one of those that said, hey, give him a chance. He was a winner there. Give him an opportunity. He goes to Denver, sits on the bench. Denver needs him. He wins a playoff game against the Steelers. (laughs) They lose after that, but he won one playoff game. It was ugly, but he won it. Moving the team along, which is the job of the quarterback. Denver was so disgusted, they fired the coach, cut Tim Tebow, and then after that, he just became a nomad. Tim Tebow had a stint with the Jets, he had a stint with um, the Patriots. And that was pretty much all. That was it. Then Tebow decides hey, I'm going to go play baseball. That sport looks easy. I haven't played since high school, but hey, I'm Tim Tebow, and you got to live with it. So the Mets give him an opportunity, sign him. He hits a few home runs and strikes out a lot. It's kind of surprised he didn't get called up, quite frankly. He announced he was retiring from baseball after three years of minor league baseball, if you will. More than I have achieved, but hey, who hasn't achieved more? Who, who dares to compare themselves to the great Tim Tebow? Now, Urban Meyer, who every year has a new coaching job, he's a great coach, but every five years after he's in one place, he seems to get sick. He gets unwell, and he is now back, but this time he's coming to the big boy stage as he is now in the NFL, the National Football League, and his first round pick was Tim Tebow. No, it wasn't, but it was Trevor Lawrence, the number one, the best quarterback in the draft, played at Clemson, killed it, and Clemson killed it. But how great Tim Tebow was in college, Trevor Lawrence was that much better. He actually could throw the ball with accuracy. He could run. He's got long, flowing hair. He doesn't need to give speeches because he just goes out and balls. Urban Meyer, as a rookie head coach in the NFL, decides, well, Tim Tebow's going to need a tight end. We, we can't get Gronkowski. No, 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 no. We can't sign... um We can't sign Kittles. No, 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 no. So we get the next best thing. Who do you get? You get Tim Tebow. Like, what? What? There are are a list of players. I don't have it in front of me. That are dying. That are actually probably better at this position than Tim Tebow. I, quite frankly, will never begrudge another human being from collecting a paper, a paycheck. But in this case, I am, and I'm going to hate like you ain't never ha- heard a person hate before. This is the reason why people sometimes get upset with the NFL. The right people don't get upset with the NFL. The right people do get upset, but nobody listens to them. You're telling me. Now, granted, let's back up and we'll be very clear. We'll be very clear. Colin Kaepernick had opportunities. He just turned down the money. He didn't like the, the the offers. Fair enough. But you're telling me one guy who took his team to the Super Bowl, while the other guy played backup his entire career, one gets work, the other can't. <laughs> it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. One takes a knee because he's playing. The other takes a knee because he wants social justice to end. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, I just, I just can't believe it. One is actually pretty damn good at his position. The other is quite frankly just finding a position to play. You have no idea if Tim could be a tight end in the NFL. And, Unless you want him to just be a mentor to Trevor Lawrence, and the only way he can mentor Trevor Lawrence is if he's just going to tell him, "Hey, when you get cut, this is how you control you. This is how you live when you get cut." Trevor Lawrence ain't getting cut. Trevor Lawrence is going to be an All Pro quarterback. He's he's going to be the reason why Urban Meyer keeps the job, quite frankly, which is already a sad statement because Urban Meyer is coming off to me really icky. His pass is really icky. He, his, everything he does is kind of icky. And the one thing about, I love about the NFL and pro sports, all your ickiness gets exposed, B. Because you're not you're not coaching kids. You're coaching men who get paid way more than you. And they're not going to tolerate your BS. Now, you may be able to get over this year because you're going to have a, a young team. And you may be able to get over next year. But eventually, you're going to have a veteran team. And they're going to be like, all right, dog. Like, enough's enough with your crap back to the Tim Tebow effect. When will we it, how it's back? Like, I thought it just was over. The like, the bow aura continues. Now here's the crazy part. I'm hating on the man. I will bet my, I'm <laughs> not going to say that. <laughs> I will bet a dollar. I will bet a pure $1 bill. Tim Tebow will have five touchdowns this season playing tight end. I'm calling it here. Cause that's just what he does the guy just happens to turn out to be good like he he's he's he's, he's flicted good like he's like he doesn't look good at anything like when he throws the ball it's ugly when he hits a baseball it's ugly when he runs it's ugly but he's just good he, he makes ugly good five touchdowns I'm giving Tim Tebow this year. <laughs> what Jacksonville Jaguars I can see it happening If he doesn't get cut, which I doubt he will get cut But I truly see him Catching five touchdowns And, you know One of them being a game winner Really, like I Really, I'm calling it here In fact, let me write this down On my script Tebow Five TDs One game winner Today's date is May 12th, and mark it, because I'm saying it here first, (laughs) I'm saying it here first, like, that's the kind of luck that guy has, like, seriously, he has that kind of luck, like, he wakes up in the morning and birds on his window tripping, hello t hello Tim, hello birds, how are you doing, I'm fine, my wing hurts a little bit, let me see little birdie touches the wing, and the wing's all better, like, it's Tim Tebow for you, um, <laughs> truly, I wish him all the, I wish him all the luck, I just don't like Urban Meyer, I just wish Tim Tebow all the luck, seriously, like, <laughs> I just wish him the luck, um, the NFL season is coming up and the schedules are going to be released today. I'll tickle... I'll give you a little something-something to talk about the schedule. So far, the week one schedule is out. And, um... Scrabble porn? Is that what you text me? Scrabble porn? Thank <laughs> The NFL week one's uh, 2021... 20, oh, by the way, uh, for you Raider fans and... Rams fans, you can go to the games. Yay. All right, so week one, the Cowboys and Tampa Bay are going to kick things off. The games next week, by the way, if you're watching or listening, next week will be the NFL schedule breakdown show. I've never done that. I haven't done one of those in a very, very, very long time. I'm going to try to have some fun with it because I got bored the last time I did it. I was just like, blah blah blah, 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 so I'm going to try to have a little fun with that one. I got a whole week to prepare for it. Here's an interesting. So, you have um, interesting games. Week 1 to me looks a little boring. Uh, the Browns and the Chiefs could be a pretty good game. Um, the Dolphins and the Patriots, uh, Arizona and, uh, Tennessee, Arizona's got a new crop of wide, they got a whole, the kids got wide receivers after Wazoo, just, don't, you know, just, give him, just throw the ball in the air and he's got a wide receiver waiting on him, so, um, let's see how, uh, Arizona turns out this year, Tennessee, uh, in a third, their third year with that crop of guys out there, the, the real MVP, who's the running, um, Derrick Henry should have probably won the MVP award last year because the NFL has forgotten that running backs are players, too. Um, let's see. You're going to have the Bengals versus Minnesota. I believe this will be the last game for Kirk Cousins. This will be the beginning of the end for the richest man in the NFL, Kirk Cousins. Um, he should be arrested for robbery, number one, because he robbed the Minnesota Vikings out of a paycheck because somehow, some way, they just thought we should pay him because it's. Pretty? I don't know. He's not. Like, I have no idea why he got a big paycheck. Like he literally won nothing in Washington. Nothing. Like, he didn't uplift the team. It didn't get any better. Cause if they were, Washington would have kept him. If the Redskins are looking to keep you, that should tell other teams. Washington is dying for a franchise quarterback and they let what Roy- they just said take him. should tell you something. Uh, Here's a good one. Green Bay versus the Saints. Why is this game important? Because potentially maybe Aaron Rodgers is playing for the Saints. Now the conversations Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay seem to have cooled down, but what if the Saints find a way to bring in Aaron Rodgers? Because the Saints got a team. If they were this close with an old-ass Drew Brees, imagine what they could do with a a little bit younger <laughs> Rogers, but hey I'm just saying like that could be pretty pretty good. Uh and uh the Monday night football game will be there's only one Monday night football game this year. Good for them. Good for, wait, is that the Monday night football game? That is two the so two Monday night football games and both of them are equally terrible. there <laughs> goodness gracious this is the worst this is oh. It is. Oh no! Okay, thank God. Those are not the Monday Night Football games. Whew. I thought the Monday Night Football game of the week one was going to be the Jets versus the, the Falcons. Like, I mean, um, yeah, the Falcons. Who wants to see that? Oh. Anyway, the Monday Night Football game is going to be the Ravens visiting uh the Raiders in Las Vegas. Can you imagine if you will? They get yeah, the Raiders with their new home, state-of-the-art stadium, them fans going crazy, and Lamar Jackson rushes for like 900 yards <laughs> in uh, prime time. I can see it happening. I hope. I really hope the Raiders are good this year. I really do. Um, the NFL is much better when the Raiders are good, tr- trust me. Um, yeah, week one is weak. I'm just going to hold the record right now and say week one is weak. The best Seahawks and Colts week Eagles and Atlanta, weak. Steelers and Bills, weak. Like, none of these games make me, they don't give me that tingle. None of these games are what I like to call pri- oh, excuse me. None of these games are what I like to call showtime games. Except for one, and that's going to be the Cowboys and Tampa Bay. And here's my prediction, and I'll get it out the way now to kill a little time. I believe you put the Cowboys, I don't know if have opened the season in a long time, but you put them on the game opener against Tom Brady and his gang of pirates, right? Cowboys win. No, excuse me. Cowboys lose. Dak Prescott's back. Cowboys lose. Close game, but they lose. After that, they don't lose another game for the rest of the year. I can see this being the year Cowboys go fifteen and one and finally the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl. And then they lose to the Bills. I called it. That's right. They lose to the Bills. How about that? Bills, Cowboys, Super Bowl, 2022. Book it. Book it. I'm writing that down. Cowboys Fifteen and one. And I'm not a Cowboys fan. But eventually they gotta kind of get one right, right? Alright, hey, we'll be right back. Uh this segment went on a little bit longer than I thought. Um didn't rant as hard as I wanted to. It's because I didn't have my coffee. The Red Bull and the water and the beer, they just don't mix. it's just a mess. Well, I'm gonna tie it up. We're gonna do some um hot topic talk and we'll wrap it up. Is man Brandon on the cut? Hold up. Hold up. I know you did not say my Yankees suck. See stuff like that get people banned from the show. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh if you watch it now. Don't leave or leave, but stay tuned. I'm coming back in segment number three, and we're going to talk some boxing and uh, some Oakland A's and some other stuff. And next week, once again, we're going to do the NFL Breakdown Show. So if you love football, be here. Hopefully, I can have a very special friend, Tim Woodson, here to help me break down the schedule next week. But I doubt that. Anyway, we'll be right back. Downright sports. Phil Collins, if you know so, uh, if you notice today's show is very uh, rock-centric or yeah, 80's rock-centric, except for uh, Royal Blood, I like that song Little Monsters, so, next week if you enjoy the soul, uh, if you enjoy what should we play next week? I think we actually, next week we will do Jay-Z and honor him going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, it's pretty cool, hold on Check something out for something. hip hop. Um Jay going to the Hall of Fame. You know, some people <laughs> they kill me because they're like in um they kill me because they go, Well, h- how how do you put rap in a rock and roll Hall of Fame? Rock and roll is more or less like the the oversea. You know, it's just the It's more of a word, you know, it's not a, it's not as much of a genre of music as it is, they, I think they just used it to draw people in, you get what I'm saying, because for those of you that, you know, think rock and roll started with Elvis Presley, even though Elvis took rock and roll, took it to a whole new level, rock and roll was, you know, Chuck Berry and, um, Little Richard and guys like that, um, that was rock, those were the first rock and rollers, um. Great balls of fire and um, can't think of his name right now. Goodness gracious! Great balls of fire, blah, 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 blah. like those were the Big Bopper, if you will. Know. Like those were all rock and rollers. They all played, you know. They were, you know, it was a, rock and roll was the devil's music. How dare you listen to that music and you know fornicate? And you know, like that was the idea behind it. And as years have gone on. Rock and roll has a you know, rock like if you really think about it, in the early days of hip hop, it's more rock and roll the way they dress run the MC. Run the MC's rock and roll. They even say we're the kings of rock. It's not higher. sucker MCs should call I me mean, like everybody should know that first line. Like the 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 the, the bridge if you you know, for those of you that think Rap is not rock and roll, okay? Let's take a let's take a break. Look at the 80s. Rock stars, fancy cars, hairstyles, weird clothes, women everywhere, drugs, money. Drugs, money. Flip it to rap. Fancy cars, crazy hair, crazy clothes, drugs, money, women, drugs, money, women. You, you see the, the only difference is one plays an instrument And the other just doesn't play an instrument Pretty much the differences, kids But, you know, this argument of You know, you can't put them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Stop it Currently the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, As far as rap goes Grandmaster Flash and Fury Yeah, Fury's Uh Public Enemy The Beastie Boys Run DMC NWA Tupac And I want to say LL Cool J's in, uh, Jay-Z's in. Should be a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Biggie's in. Biggie, I think, made it last year. Um, Who should be in? All right, that's a show for another day. Let's touch on this. Uh, The WNBA will be back. It starts in a few weeks. If I'm not mistaken, towards the end of the month, uh, last year, and I jumped my script. Last year, the champions were the Seattle Storm in that weird season. Sue Byrne is back again at 40 years old. She's aging it. She gets it done. The numbers ain't what it once was, but Lona She has got Brianna Stewart, possibly the best player in the game. Maybe. Maybe not. Ella Dilladon may have something to do with same with that and she's back this year so uh, last year they lost they they uh, would beat the aces the aces have been to the finals in back to back years and they cannot get over that hump. they're turning into the bills that team is loaded with talent uh well was, um, the the um, I can't think her name she's from uh whether well, it's Wilson putting up 20 points a game eight block uh, eight rebounds two blocks that team is explosive offensively fun to watch you got angel giving them 14 points two, seven rebounds that um sorry i couldn't think of the name of the team i try to pull them up uh the team it pretty much runs the west uh, well, there is no West anymore. The, the way the WBA does this season is actually pretty cool. They lump everybody in one conference, and that's it. It's Just the league It's old school baseball. The top eight teams go to the, five, the playoffs. That's it. Like that's you can't you can do it because there's less number of teams. You know what I'm saying? The WBA is getting they getting that push. I I'm, I'm gonna toot my own horn. I've been backing. The WMA for years. I've done shows. I've done specials. One of my most watched shows on YouTube is a special on the top twenty-five top ten greatest NBA players of all time. <clears throat> Go to YouTube, Sports, watch it. Talk about you um, there. But they're now because of social awareness, social justice, they are now starting to turn that curve. After twenty-five years, now you kinda gotta bet all right, we know that you guys are the ones that stand up for everything and everyone and all things that wrong, but you better go back to what brought you to the dance, and that's being that fun league in the summertime where families can come and watch. If they <clears throat> in another four another five to ten years, the WNBA could find themselves like the MLS where they have smaller crowds but they're filling out if they can get that uh that full, the like how soccer you know uh, overseas soccer or that 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 community feel where people can come chant, cheer, lose their mind, go crazy that's what they need to compete in the summertime and keep the league afloat and this way if the, the more revenue that draws then the the women The great athletes and women of the WNBA can start seeing more money. And that's what it's always about, kids. It's the money. So, uh, how do I see this season playing now? Well, Candace Parker is now with the uh, Chicago Sky. The Sky last year with 12 of 10. Candace Parker easily gives them another eight wins, or if not more, uh, yes, she she's 35, but she can still hoop, she can still ball, she puts the ball in them, she can still rebound two-time MVP, can still get it done, so I love for Candace Parker playing in her hometown to uplift that team, um, uh, la Deladon should be back this year with the Mystic, last year she did not play, hopefully this year she returns, and we can see the Mystic again. Um, find themselves in the playoff hunt last year, they were 9-13, make just barely making the playoffs. Uh, so, let's see. I, I really get this feeling the Aces can find themselves back in the finals this year, and we maybe uh, if Maya I'm not sure. I, don't, I know Maya Moore got married. I don't know if she's going to play. If Maya Moore is back, the Lynx are the number one team in the league. Hands down. So, we're going to see the Lynx, the Storm, and the Ace pretty much compete to be that top spot, to, you know, the the team that's going to win. So, let's see how that plays out. let will see how that goes. Enough WBA talk. <laughs> um, coming up this summer, this August, live nah, from Saudi Arabia. Tyson Fury versus uh, Anthony Joshua. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, are we ready for another heavyweight fight. We were supposed to get Tyson Fury and Wilder 3, but the, the pandemic happened. There are three heavyweights out there and they all want to face each other. You got Joshua, Anthony Joshua, world champion. Uh, Tyson Fury is the world champion. And uh, DeAndre Wilder, a former champion. These are tall, hard-hitting fellas that do not play games. And they... Excuse me. I can't wait. Fury, he looks like He looks slobby, I'm just saying, and when you watch him, you're not thinking that this guy, he can fight. Fury is a great fighter, skilled, Joshua is too, so it's going to be curious to see how this plays out. Boxing is at its best when the heavyweights are throwing hands, I'm just saying, hopefully they can find a few more heavyweights to emerge out of this, and we can get more great heavyweight matches, trust me. We're not going to get tired if we see these guys face each up like 12 times. All right. It's going to be more exciting than um, Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather because we damn sure all owed our money back from that just dreadful. Uh, uh, I'm still waking up from that fight. That fight was dreadful. All right. And then finally, in what's going on around the world, uh, the Oakland. So apparently, in, uh, Oakland has gotten permission they could now maybe look for a new home. Uh, the Oakland A's have been in Oakland since the 70s. For those of you that think they've always been in Oakland, they have not. The Oakland A's originated in Philly as the Philadelphia A's, where they do become the Kansas City A's. And then later they became the Oakland A's, where they've been there since the 70s, where they got five championships, three in the 70s, two in the 80s, with the Bash Brothers, I want to say. Um, so, yeah. They have not been to a World Series since 1989, uh, and they—they're that lucky plucky team that's run by Billy Martin. If the A's are able to move, you got a Brent, Why not? If you're Oakland, and if you're if you're the A's, follow the Raiders. Follow the Raiders. Just go to just go to let go to Vegas. Baseball in Vegas? Woo, woo, woo. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? First of all, I'm already let me wrap the show up here. Let me be the general manager of the Oakland A's and excuse me. The future Las Vegas A's. Okay. Number one, we're gonna build a stadium with a water park. No no with a waterfall, excuse me. A waterfall that leads down to a a swimming pool where we have a DJ and a party going on, and the party don't stop. The party's always popping, even during the game, okay? Um, uh, Restaurants everywhere. People just get drunk as a skunk. They can gamble. Oh, wait for it. We build a hotel and sign because of the off season, we can make our stadium a nice casino slash hotel. And then, here's where your brother's brother, we're in Vegas, baby. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. It's, how about at the ball game, not only do you get a beer, but you get, you have a little smoky smoke, cause it's legal out there. You're gonna draw people into the crowd. Now, let's be real, you can't have a stadium of 20 to 30,000 people. Thirty-five thousand people smoking weed. I don't think the game would be very productive. It looked like, it looked like that scene from Mel Brooks's uh, History of the World. Everybody just stops and starts dancing. So that idea probably can't happen. But you make the stadium really fun. You have a lot of stuff going on. Um, you, you have a bit. You, you hire some great DJ. Like the first two years, I don't know DJ Chase, if you will. He can DJ out there. He'll just party after party, we, and after every game, there's a theme party, it can be fun, a player shows up, signs some autographs, goes home, it will be exciting. Now, if you don't want to put the team in Vegas, I say you'd be the first team to play full-time in uh, Puerto Rico, or be the first team to play full-time, I think Puerto Rico, I think it's good, Puerto Rico or the Dominican, help build up that economy, and that could work out. We thought that was not a bad idea. Hey, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening. It's been a lot of fun. We'll be back next week with the very first <clears throat> in a long time, the NFL schedule show. The NFL schedule breakdown show. I haven't come up with a name for it yet, but we're gonna break down the NFL schedule uh, for the 2021 season. Again, I'm throwing out an olive branch to Tim Woodson and see if he wants to join us. If you will and talk, I'm actually throwing and um, see if he wants to participate. And come sit in and help me break down the, the, some of the games and see what games was worth watching the only reason why people are doing this is just so you can start placing your bets you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying we never know what the final roster is it's like pointless in doing this um we i do have uh, some string of shows i'm going to start doing the uh we're gonna the nba playoffs start soon and i think I have to do an NBA playoff breakdown, and I'm, um, damn it, I'm getting close. I want to say I may start doing NBA pop up shows. So either when the series is over, I'm going to do a show, or I'm not doing one after every game, but I may do one after every series or something important happens. But in any case, thank you all for listening. It's been fun. We'll be back next week. Hey, the pandemic is over. We're getting close, guys. We're almost home. Go get your shots. Keep your mask on. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, everybody. Keep your distance. Eventually, we can get back to all just hanging out and coughing each other's faces again and laughing about it. Remember those days you just coughed in the guy's face and you didn't have to worry about catching a homicide charge? I'm Brett Reed, the Notorious Sports Critic, and I'll see you guys next week. Deuces! The World Heavyweight Champion.